I think at the beginning of my career, I always looked for external appreciation. But at one point in time, I realized that goals drive me. When I say goals, I'm talking about personal goals. They've always driven me. When the enthusiasm of the youth encounters the wisdom of experts, that is when we are creating a future that is inspiring for all of us. Hello and welcome to the Inspiring the Future podcast. My name is Suganya Sundaram, mother to a super child, sales professional for 11 years and your host for this show. In our show, we connect with people who have been there and done that and make them share their stories, strategies and best practices to help us transform our lives, excel in our business or career. Hi listeners, our guest today is a HR leader with a strong business acumen who translates business vision into people's strategy. Almost 14 years of diverse experience in world-renowned multinational leading and working across HR operations, HR business partnering and recruitment. Hands-on HR professional with a strong ability to build a relationship and influence people in a global matrix organization. Please welcome Rakesh Raju Lakshmi. How are you today? Uh, thank you, Suganya. I'm, I'm doing good. Excellent. So how's, uh, how's your pandemic been and how's, uh, how's the work back uh, in office been? Pandemic's been a life changer, Suganya, yeah. right? So what we, pre-pandemic, what we thought was not possible, pandemic taught us for what is possible. It's also taught us the other way around as to pre-pandemic, what is important is more critical nowadays, right? Yeah. So we're trying to find that balance, but it's going to be a journey. Excellent. So we see you have, uh, like I mentioned earlier to my listeners as well, you have 14 years of experience in the HR industry, of course. So um, I just want to understand your journey. And if we talk about the journey, and I want to um, probably talk about three events that uh, shaped you to become what you are today, what would you say those are? So... Contextually, right? I started off. Uh, I started off in the manufacturing sector, uh, an organization called JSW. Then I moved into IT services. Then I moved into uh, uh, fintech, then telecom, and I'm eventually there in data and data-based uh, marketing. But I thought thought about the question, right? So the three things that really influenced what my, what my career journey is. The first one was an opportunity that I missed. So very early in my career, I was offered the opportunity to work uh, in the operations space for a business. Uh, they liked the work I had done in HR. Always been an analytics, not so loud working with data, but I said no to it, pursuing that it's not what uh, I would want to do as a HR professional. Years down the line, I realized that it is exactly where the HR profession is heading, right? Data, analytics and insights is where yeah. we are heading. Something that's always, always kept me up saying, okay, that's one miss I've had. Second, uh, again, early down my career, uh, when I was in HR uh, operations and talent acquisition space, I happened to stumble upon this one leader uh, through, a, through a meeting, in, uh, I think it was organized by a British Council. All right, I was in awe uh, with leader. She was, she is the one, uh, she, she had given a speech in a conference and I was listening to her. That's when I realized what kind of opportunities the HR uh, space provides, which kind of initiated my journey into the HR BP space. And ever since it's, it's always been, uh, it's been a great journey for me. Third incident, but the most important uh, uh, incident in my life is the birth of my daughter. Right. She, uh, priority when she when she came into our lives, our priorities changed. Right, but we we were more cognizant of what uh, what we need to be doing. More so after my daughter came in, I realized how better I could do a be at my job, which is something I never expected to happen. But here, yeah. Wow. So how old is she now? She's six years young. Wow. So how how has that six years of experience? Oh, it's been, been wonderful. Yeah. It's been wonderful. So uh, with her uh, uh, by our side, she, she's she's more of a teacher. We, my, my wife and I jokingly <laughs> keep uh, saying it. Uh, amazingly great at mimicking people. Oh, wow. Even at six years, she does that. Uh, so, she, but but every time she asks these uh, innocent questions, right? So we get flummoxed looking at yeah. what she says. Yeah. Which is where I keep telling my wife, I've never thought that 
what my managers, my coaches couldn't teach me, my six-year-old daughters teach me about prioritization, time management, uh, things like that. Very true. Wow, that's amazing. So, that's amazing. I mean, and these are probably just a few events of your life that, uh, you know, we spoke about and there must must have been so many more um, that probably we cannot discuss today. But then if you are to kind of put all of them together and bring them into, you know, put your journey into a book, what do you think you would call it and why? That's an interesting way to put it, right? So I thought about it uh, and I didn't want to be presumptuous about uh, coming up with an answer. Mm-hmm. So but then I, I did come up with something. Right? So it's, it's going to be chaos, from chaos, regret to peace and growth. That's probably how I would name the journey of my book, you know. And um, why, I mean, what, what instances would you say makes you... So but at the starting of my career, uh, younger, young person, want to achieve a lot of things. But for me, everything looked, there was, there was just too much on the platter, right? I kept assuming, I kept thinking, oh, there's so much to do, so little time, so little time. But over the year, years, I realized that that's how the system works, right? You go through multiple things, you make mistakes. So you go through the mistakes, you fall down, you get up, you feel afraid. The, and I keep telling this to the ones I coach in my team, right? If you're not afraid, if you're not failing, something is terribly wrong in your career journey, right? So I went through that phase and today where I am, I've seen that after going through all those phases, I've hit a phase where now I can peacefully sit and say, okay, this is where I'm headed, which is uh, precisely the HRBP space, mm-hmm. uh, HRBP consulting space. And uh, I know that the next 10 years is, is going to be something uh, of, of a particular journey in this space. And I'm, I'm peaceful about that. Excellent. So we have something in this uh, show called the XYZ factor where we, you know, get to know a little bit more about you talking um, Personal, it could be professional. I mean, you could take it in, in any way uh, you would want to. So talking about your X factor. So if you talk about a superpower or a strength that uh, anyone who knows you can rely on, what would you say that would be? Hands down, it's my ability to organize, right? So I'm a, I'm a huge fan of uh, David Allen. I've been following his uh, productivity m- methods, you know, in, in a customized way, of course, for, I believe, over the last 12 years. Wow. Uh, okay. I religiously follow it. That's something people rely on me for, right? So uh, that's my strength, organizing, structuring, and in a way, project management is my strength. And anytime, not just my professional life, in my personal life, I'm probably the best person to reach out to and say, hey, we need to get something done. How do we get go? So I'd be the person who'd say, X, Y, Z, we will do these things the next couple of weeks, days, and execute everything. Excellent. So moving to your why factor. So what is your driving force and what keeps you going and uh, moving forward like you do till today? All right. So, uh, so I've always looked, uh, I think at the beginning of my career, I always looked for external appreciation. But at one point in time, I realized that goals drive me. When I say goals, I'm talking about personal goals. They've always driven me. But at one point in my career, it was uh, numbers. At one point, it was uh, designation. At one point, it was uh, my achievements that I could uh, showcase. So they vary, but invariably what I've realized is having something to strive for. Yeah. All right. Definitely drives, drives me ahead. And I, I don't have a lot, by the way. I have one or two at, at best at any point in time. Any year you pick up and say, hey, what are your goals? I'd say these two things are something I'm looking forward to achieving. That drives me pretty hard. Excellent. I think that's more important to have a focus on, on uh, having goals is, is one thing, but then having focus on what you really want to achieve on a short term or a long term is, is more important. Uh, so, so that's amazing. So moving to your Z factor, what do you, so I'm sure it's not hunky-dory all the time. So when you want to unwind, what do you do? My friends keep saying this about me. Uh, I go for a haircut, number one. 
I love so when I when I'm stressed out when I think I should get my hair clear I I literally go to a hairdressing salon sit and I love them to cut my hair. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I I I've always I don't know I just felt it was a great way to unwind. Uh that's one of it but I also uh personally I think I clean and organize quite a bit. Yeah. Helps me uh, in a way it kind of helps me clean my mental clutter. Beyond these of course I uh, I'm a motorbike nut so I ride Uh, at least I used to ride quite a bit uh, around uh, India. I I tried get dabbling in motorbike motorbike designing quite after the pandemic didn't quite take off. It's still something I do. I love traveling. I love reading. So still keeps me going. Wow. So you are uh, connected with any of the clubs for your uh, biking? Yes. So I I used to be uh, I used to work in Chennai before. So I was okay. part of the uh, the Madras uh, Bulls club. Wow. Uh, out here, I'm part of a club called the Riders of Bangalore club. Yeah. But of course, apart from them, I, we've also got a small community of friends with whom we go on trips every now and then. So you um, when you talk about traveling, of course. So uh, I think what would your favorite destination be? Great, I mean, good question to ask. Uh, I think for most bikers, the the proverbial destination is still uh, Ladakh. Ladakh, of course. Right, and uh, <laughs> coincidentally, I'm I'm going to Ladakh in the next two weeks. Wow, excellent! All right, so hopefully that that should be uh, something that I achieve. And uh, what's uh, what's the uh, ride like? How long uh, does it take? So it's a twelve day ride. Twelve days. So you go. The idea is we land at uh, Chandigarh and mm-hmm. start from there. Mm-hmm. So round trip around uh, Ladakh, the Dubra Valley, Pangong. So uh, apparently there is uh, well, there, there is a pass that I'm not I'm not quite sure mm-hmm. of the name, uh, which I've been told is uh, the earlier I think the Kardungla was the highest pass. Yeah. Apparently the the border roads organization have have now built a road higher than that. Oh. So I'm told that we could get an op- uh, opportunity to go there, but oh. I don't even know the name of the place wow. by the way. So. Hopefully, you know, hope we do that. Amazing! I think that should be great. Good luck. That should be an amazing experience. So we talk about a little bit more. Um, you know, what inspires you to be in HR that you are today, and uh, to come to have come this far. I mean, is there are there people that you look up to, or is there a certain person that you have that you've always looked up to? There's no one person, uh, Suganya. I don't uh, think that's ever uh, happened. But I'd love to have someone like that. But I'm always inspired by uh, different individuals for different reasons, right? So uh, authors, speakers. Simon Sinek has always been a favorite. Right? He's brutally honest when he says the truth. Uh, the more controversial Jordan Peterson. I like his conversations. I like the way he puts data across. But yeah, sometimes it's not something. The, the things he says are not 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 uh, easy to be heard. I'm a big fan of the hip hop preacher. I love listening to his uh, conversations. Apart from these, I love. I, I I take my inspiration from some of these uh, some writers. Right? So Adam Grant, the Atomic Habits, uh, one another. Love the way that Sashi Tharoor for the kind of uh, uh, perspective he brings in. And then of course there's uh, uh, Sai Deepak, our own uh, Supreme Court lawyer. He is fantastic when it comes to perspectives on India, on India. And I, I like I like history, so uh, I keep uh, I keep looking for uh, knowledge and uh, inspiration there. Uh, so at different points, it's usually different people. But I do look up to individuals who have done something in their field, and any any knowledge they can share that greatly inspires me. And of course, now the to the addition is your daughter as well. So uh, she is an ongoing one, right? It it, it uh, Thanu is uh, Thanu is the reason uh, I I strive to be better when I every day. Right? It's one person better every day. But every day when I get up and say, hey, what can I do to maximize my work so I can get that extra minute with my daughter? Well, there she is. Excellent. So we are almost close to our uh, to the end end of our show. But before we close, I'm 
going to ask you, a few, um, you know, run you through a couple of questions. So we call this round our rapid fire round. So it's going to be either, um, you know, you can close it in one line or one word, or you can expand if you, if you think that you need to talk, yeah? So let's get started. There's no hamper at the end of it, which I, I'll uh, warn you beforehand. But uh, yeah, looking forward for a fun. Absolutely. Go, let's go. Yeah. Okay. So as an emerging HR leader, what keeps you up at night? Honest answer, brutally honest answer, the fear of being obsolete definitely keeps me up at night. I think what the industry has given me uh, also puts me in a, in a particularly dicey situation. Right? I'm, I, I know I've had a great career trajectory. But which means that this, I've got another 20 years uh, left. No, I keep telling this to my wife. I'm a corporate guy, not going anywhere. So what do I do the next uh, 20 years, right? So uh, one answer that has always come to my mind is pick up data, do something about it. It is where organizations speak. Google did a fantastic job yeah. uh, uh, with the data they have. But uh, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm a data nut. I just keep working. What I realized working with all these organizations is that there is a thirst for information, thirst for usable data. But the challenge is putting all that in one place to make it usable. Right? So that is a space that I am looking forward to work on. And also to make sure that, you know, it, it in, in align with the, the consumer who is going to be taking in that data as well as the industry itself. So, okay, perfect. So describe today's HR in one line. Strategic. A stranger's first impression of yours would be? It's a very professional is what they'll think. So how often do you lie? Almost every day. <laughs> I'll be honest about that. I'm, I'm a white lies, of course. So there, there isn't a day. So the first thing that happens, and I, again, it's my daughter where I start. Yeah. The first thing she says is, are you going to come back home on time? Oh. And the, the answer I give is yes. And I know I'll not be home on time. So. And then I'm sure it hurts to say that too. I mean, it's not that you wouldn't want to be home. It's just that it, it, it requires you to be there. But it's a white lie, right? As long as it keeps my daughter happy. Yeah, very true. Yes. Excellent. But not, uh, that was a more lighthearted answer. Uh, in profession, no. So long drives or long walks? If I'm in my hometown, it's always a long walk, which I'm promoting. Okay. Uh, anywhere else, it's a long drive. Long ride to be specific. Not, not right. So what's your favorite outfit when you're at home? I'm always in my athleisure clothes. So my joggers and my... Uh, and my, uh, what do you call, uh, athleisure t-shirts, right? So nice, flexible, decathlon t-shirts, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> so if, if you could ask God one question, what would it be? It would be nice if you're around. <laughs> if you were a superhero, what would you do first? Never thought of it that way, but uh, I definitely would go around the world to see what's happening. So you would want to fly? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Superman, so yeah. that, that's part of the package. Excellent. So a trek or a spa? Trek. So rate it according to your liking. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok or Twitter. I'm not there on any of that. Wow. I'm only there on LinkedIn. And I do have an Instagram handle, but I hardly get to use the handle. So LinkedIn, hands down. Congratulations to be away from, from all that. <laughs> and I really like appreciate that. So reading or meditating? I love reading, but I want to dabble in meditating. So pick, if I want to pick something, it's going to be reading. Money or power? Power. Love or friendship? Friendship. Mountain or beach? Beach, hands down. <laughs> I'm a mountain boy. I've seen it for 20 years of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So if we have to automate you and ask you to keep one human quality, what would it be? My ability to empathize. So one word that describes an HR professional 
as per you what now excellent i think there was some really good answers and i'm glad i caught you on that last one so moving to our final question of course we don't let our uh, you know speakers or uh, you know to guess to leave without this for our uh, millennials like i spoke about it earlier also gen x is what we're trying to kind of uh, connect to through these podcasts and uh, through these interviews so if you were to give a growth hack um, to our audience to our millennials listening in to kind of shape their dreams into reality if they were looking into getting into hr then um, what would you want to say to them I wish someone gave this, or at least uh, brought this to me, 15 years ago. But today, I think there is this uh, there is this school of thought which keeps saying, "Work hard." I mean, definitely should work hard. But a growth hack I would suggest is, hey, broadly pick a goal, pick a direction, spend one hour a day for it, not more, not less, one hour a day. Keep chugging at it, and I always keep. Uh, this is something I tell my friends. The first couple of years in a graph is going to be flat. Your growth is going to look very flat. But as you progress an inch towards the fourth, fifth years, you will see this exponential growth, both in terms of knowledge and the kind of work you start doing. Yeah. This could be personal or professional; doesn't matter. So, but put in that time, put in that one hour every day. Doesn't matter what anything you choose. Do that. and you will see that skyrocketing in in a couple of years excellent that's amazing i think that's a lot of uh, excellent takeaway for all our millennials who are listening and thank you so much i think we had an excellent conversation and uh, hoping to get you back here soon after your ladakh trip so that we can have further discussion on that so thank you so much thank you sugnyal thanks a lot for having me over i think it's a fantastic initiative uh when all the best to what you are doing over here thank you so much thanks a lot